What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 27 of the Reluctant Vegan Son. I'm Adam, the Reluctant Vegan Son, and I'm joined by the wonderful Nikki Naredin as we talk about how I was having a talk with my friend, and he thought it would get harder to make good friends when you get older. So we talk about our feelings surrounding that and why we think that's not true. We also stumble upon laughing, crying, thinking, and you know what? That makes me think of the amazing Jimmy V and that wonderful speech he gave at the ESPY, so hope you enjoy. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up, and I love it. So, hit the music. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode... No, my mic fell. Fuck. Alright, we're good. Welcome to episode number, is this 27 now? I think oh 27 God. or 28. I am not sure. Maybe 28. Of the wow. reluctant vegan son. Yeah, I know. We've been out here grinding all summer. We're doing once a week. I'm very sorry to say that the Aki Book Club, we talked on Discord. I wasn't able to get a recording of that. Our next meeting, though, we'll hopefully get a recording. That's a book club with my high school friends. In the last meeting, I talked with Jamar Miles and Enrique. And uh, Matthew, and we talked about Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. We might talk about that book again. Or next time, we might talk about the book The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin, which is the book that Ta-Nehisi Coates based Between the World and Me on. Now, when I say based, it's not exactly based because Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing from his own personal perspective, obviously. Uh, you read Between the World and Me, right? I did, a long time ago. Hi, I'm Nikki. And Nikki's here, too, which is great. <laughs> yeah. but I just wanted to say that, so next time we'll do that. Uh, he's, I think, the fire next time he talked to uh, either his nephew or to somebody else, or not to his son, he wrote in a letter format, or he wrote to somebody else in, like, a letter format, and that is why, how, that is one of the books that Tennessee Coast took inf- inspiration from in writing Between the World and Me. Huh. It's supposed to be well, a great why did you too. pick, yeah. I've, I've heard about it, and I, just because we read Between the World and Me, and it, I don't know if it's similar, I mean, the first book was what it, written, I think, a long time before 50 years before maybe mm. i'm not sure exactly the fire next time but that's what we're planning to read i mean we're planning to read books written by black authors uh, i'm fortunate i mean i'm really fortunate that in my school i had a very uh a very diverse friend group and we've kept in touch pretty well i mean we always see each other for thanksgiving we couldn't this year which really sucked but we're doing this and uh yeah it was in 1963 so that is wow. about 50 years before Four between the world and me. Right, right, right. That was two years before I was born. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. Between the world and me was in twenty fifteen. So that's. Yeah. Wait. No. Is that long? Yeah. That's fifty. Uh. Fifty. Fifty-two years in between the books. Wow. Wow. So. You know, I'm just thinking about your ability to, you know, have friends of many different culture and class, from what I can tell, and how difficult that is, and how the world is set up to keep us all very apart. And as you get older and take stock in your life and see who's in your life, you'll generally notice that the people in your life are more similar to you than not. So mm-hmm. to actually fight to keep the relationships of, you know, all 
uh, groups of people is huge and I think revolutionary. I think that, yeah, I think that's good. I think another thing is that it's hard to keep these relationships too. Like my friend, uh, well, it's not, it's, it's hard to keep these relationships and it's hard to think of the future relationships. My, one of my other friends I was talking to, Zion, and he was talking about how he might find it difficult to, I hope it's okay if I name drop you guys. I do it with the best interest. So just, we could talk about this and I'll talk with you too. If you have an issue with me name dropping you and Honestly, would you rather be not name dropped and I just talk about your situation? If that's the case, let me know. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, are they listening to the podcast? Hello, you they listen. I <laughs> oh, hope okay, they cool. listen. I mean, my friends, you know, maybe they listen. Yeah, not. yeah. So Adam says this with the best of intentions. I'd say it with good intentions. Yeah. School the world about where be- things do need to get better and change. Because a lot of the feelings that everybody has, and that's no matter your age or race or uh, socioeconomic class. Now, obviously you do have the, everybody has different things to worry about, but core feelings, everybody worries about the same things too. Everybody what has the same feelings. About? Whether so, they're going to be loved, mm-hmm. whether people like them, whether exactly. they're going to or not. Exactly. Okay. And those feelings that. persist no matter your age, race, class. That is true. Now, do the way those feelings come out or the way stuff who stimulates you might be different. Right, the way they manifest. Or they, yeah. Yeah, looks like whatever the... Mm-hmm. And we're not saying that everything's through. created equal. You know, obviously, certain people have definitely been hurt more. Certain things have happened, especially in this country. That's true. But at That's the true. core, all the feelings are similar. Are similar. Interesting. That's what I'm trying to say. So he was talking with me. I was talking with him yesterday. We were catching up. And we were texting about how he finds that holding on to the high school relationships are important because you can't get the same type of relationships when you're older. Oh, wow. I think we've been told that in some way that you have to have this natural place where you're put together in significant and long ways in order to make good, strong, solid relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that's true. I, have I don't believe that's true either. Excellent I... relationships, and I'm old. I'm mm-hmm. getting older. Not old. But I am his not idea old. was that when you're younger, you don't have much to offer in terms of value, like either monetary or physical value. And you still do have stuff to offer. Like you, have, you always have yourself to offer. And he, he's worried that in the future, when you have a job, when you're stable, A, you won't be able to spend as much time with people because you're working, you have a family, whatever. And B, that they're going to expect something out of you because they don't have as much time. That's so interesting. So the expectation and the superficial way in which people might communicate or get together, he feels are more at play as you get older. Mm-hmm. That's, so That's what he was saying. Ah. And I disagree with that. I was trying to yeah, say how tell I me why. I want to hear. I mean, mm. I disagree with that because, A, I look at you and you have many friends and you make new friends all the time. Oh, my God. I love people. I am making new friends yeah, constantly. You make new friends all the time. And I think the only value you need to have, and when you do things for other people, like providing value in the way I think he's saying it, like you have to provide something extra besides yourself. Mm. Uh, I do that because they're my friends. I would do that because they're my friends and I care about the person. Like if you need me to do something or like, and it's not too much for me. But you do right. that to benefit you. Exactly. I, mean, I do that to benefit me and I do it to benefit him. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So there's a place in where he might feel a little bit victimized or used. And that's no, probably. There are definitely know? people who are, who maybe would do that to only like use you for something. They're like, oh, I need this and this and this. And can you do this? And then that's right, when you but, have to have your boundaries. Right. But you get to say yes or no. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that everyone's like that. So you get exactly. to, you know, I mean, as we get older and we know ourselves better, we generally know who those people are and who they aren't. That's for mm-hmm. sure. 
So we get to make a choice about who we want to be friends with or who we don't want to be friends with. It's not, the choice is not quite so easy when you're younger. You're kind of put together with people that your parents are friends with or put together with people at school. I mean, if you're Mm -hmm. lucky enough to make a good friend group when you're young, that's, that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I like that. That's an interesting perspective though. That should be like teased apart. Which I think, I think people might feel that way that, I mean, I have in the past thought and the way they market it, it sounds bad market the way they market it like in society or like in films and and tv shows is that your life goes downhill after college Mm, mm. or once you get out of your 20s or something yeah if you look at the -hmm. tv shows and movies Mm. a lot of it is about that a lot of them seem to be having a good time those and now that's not saying you can't have comedy movies or like people having great times other times but the way it made me seem is that, oh, you got a high school party, you got college parties, and then people don't do much, or like people are just working, people are doing it. And that's just not true as long as you do what you like. Well, that's so interesting because I, I think, and I've been working on this a lot, that you have to decide that you can't, that you can't make the fact that you have never done something before stop you from doing something in the future. And so mm-hmm. when you're young, you're constantly moving forward, looking forward, trying to develop yourself and evolve as a human. And then at some point you say that you're not accomplished in a certain way and that you don't get to keep evolving forward. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that happens as you get older. And so you become less hopeful about your hopes and dreams and possibilities as you mm-hmm. get older. And I think that's where people think that things go downhill but if you honestly take on new things and new failures and keep trying and going for big things then your hopefulness and wonder about the world can stay really really strong yeah and i was thinking about what you're saying about trying things when you're i think when you're very young that's when you try the most things right you have no choice because you haven't done you haven't learned anything yeah what I mean, you, yeah, right. You hadn't practiced or, you know, nothing. become skilled at something. So that's not an excuse for you. So you mm-hmm. can't say, you know, I'm not going to do that because I've never done that before. Because the truth is, is you hadn't done many things yet before. So you have to assume that there's something about your ability to try things and to keep going and to move forward. Yeah, I, I like to, I think you said this before about walking and babies. I think, so I think when you're a baby, I mean, obviously you've done nothing. So you fall down how many times? You said you fall down like 50 times, more than that. How many times oh my do babies God, fall so time? much more than that. You, you, you just keep falling and falling, and you mm-hmm. actually need to fall in order to build the muscle up to get up and walk. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think like then and when you're young and when you're forming like your mind, I mean, you always form your mind. Your mind doesn't keeps forming throughout your entire life, but it doesn't stop growing until like, aren't you like 28 when your mind starts, stops growing? It, in terms of like the circuitry and In terms of like, like the that? circuitry and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, fully formed. Fully maybe? formed, that's what I mean. Right, right, right. Isn't it like I'm, mid to late 20s when it's fully formed? It could be. Right, right, right. Where you're not kind of fully forming the sense of self. And the, yeah. But I, but I no, no, you it. keep I think, evolving. I think it's very classic. Yeah. I think you keep evolving. I think evolving if you're now. not evolving, then you're going backwards. No, I'm, I'm saying you keep evolving your mind, but right, I thought it right. like physically stopped like it, like it was physically fully formed. I, I, yeah, like I'm not a percent sure. I'd have to see. Yeah. I might have just pulled that number out of my ass. Mm, but mm. I feel like I heard that somewhere. Anyways, <laughs> but I feel like when you're a baby, you're always trying new things. When right. you're young. And then at some point, society makes you not want to try new things. And I think that's because the school system. Because you're worried system. about failure, right? You're worried about failure. You're worried about what people think of you. You're worried about right. humiliations. You're worried about. Right. And schools are made Shame. to train people to not speak out. 
Right, to not use their creative mind mm -hmm. in order to yeah. fight against an oppressive society. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, yeah. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. To get back... yeah. So, I think you can make all the friends you want. I think that's a state of mind. I mm -hmm. mean, I assume that all people are my warm and trusted friends and allies, and I act as if. Now, that doesn't mean that. You know, I'll give my bank account to somebody. I mean, I'm thoughtful about that, but I assume that they're not meaning to harm me. And eventually, if there's somebody who has an ill intent, I'll figure that out. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like going through life thinking that that people are my friends. You go it through, just I makes feel life like so much more pleasurable. I think that's a good way to put it. The way the justice system is supposed to be, but it's not as innocent until proven guilty. Mm. I think everybody's supposed to be my friend and everything's the best of my friends. And if they do something wrong, then I have to, I can cut them off. If they do you something really bad. You could change your relationship or you could change tell them or, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's nothing. Choices. But if you start with thinking everybody is your positive friend, then it's more likely it'll manifest that way because the energy you put out will manifest more how you act with those people. Right. That makes sense? Right. Yeah. I think if you have that thought that you're mm -hmm. my warm and trusted friend, then you create a loving vibe and then exactly. the actions you take are loving so the likelihood mm -hmm. is that they will probably become your friend if mm -hmm. if that's if that's their thing but you know it's always better for you no matter what mm -hmm. you know no matter what happens you loving people is always for yourself yeah and, and if you it benefits others but if you think negatively about somebody you've met or somebody that that's your friend first of all you're going to keep thinking that it's hard to get negative thoughts out of your head Right. You're going right, to keep right. thinking that, and then your actions are going to be more negative. You're going to maybe have less attention to this person. Then you're going to be like, why aren't they such warm and loving with me? Maybe it's – now, it's not all your fault, obviously. Like, it's not all your fault if they're distant or if they're not loving you or whatever, right? You can't place all the blame on yourself, but the thoughts will manifest into your actions if they're there. Right. So it's it's what not your to fault to control what it is they do or exactly that that's what I but mean. You to say, yeah. get to control what you think, and mm -hmm. you can decide what them not being warm to you means to you. Yeah. If you decided it means that you're a you know a crappy piece of shit, well that's a gonna... a crappy thing to decide, you know. Mm -hmm. But it could mean that anything. It could be like something's oh, happening in their life or in their life. Like... It has nothing to do with me. Like you get yeah. to decide the thought. Because that's the mm -hmm. one thing we have the control over, is the yeah. Thing. So I think that's good. Yeah. So that was just talk about uh, what my friend was talking about yesterday. I don't know. And Ooh, no, I like that. I think yeah. you should always bring your conversations because mm -hmm. I mean you're really trying to talk to to young young guys, yeah, but young people your age. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard for young people to think that in the future you can do more because it feels like you're going to be stuck. Always. I mean, I feel like I don't know what I want to do in the future because I don't want to be stuck at a desk. I feel like if I'm stuck at a desk, that's going to be limiting. Now, that's right, my that's thought. Interesting. So instead of, I don't want to be stuck at a desk, I would much rather you think about what you'd like to do as opposed well, to what yeah, you don't want to do. Yeah, what I don't want to do. I mean, right, I can right. have a list for what I don't want to do and then just not think about that. I think that's right. the better way to do it. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it doesn't, you know, maybe you'll narrow down some things, but I, mm -hmm. I, think, I think probably the productive thing is what do you imagine yourself doing or want to do and think mm -hmm. big and then manifest those thoughts for that and then whatever thought you have will create a feeling you know maybe it's determination or whatever that will push those actions in that direction you know and you have to be willing to fail a thousand times mm -hmm. you have to be willing to um 
have a lot of feelings about it, that's for sure. And then still know that you could move that forward. And this is all stages of life. I mean, I think it's particularly hard for young people and teenagers, especially if their parents don't say it, because I'm not sure. I mean, I'm lucky that you guys are my parents. You're always telling me to do this type of thing, to, you know, do what you really want to do and think about that and find the way to get there. There are definitely some parents that don't do that and tell them that they're not capable of doing anything for whatever reasons. For a young person, that's something that you can't control. You can't control what your parents are thinking. It's probably something that happened to them that's making them project like this onto you. Right, right, right. And it's, it's interesting. It's something they're not capable of. Something, yeah. Something they think would be good for them just so that they can exactly. live a secure life. I mean, I think that most that's probably what it is. Children to you know, be secure, mm -hmm. you know, and have the ability to take care of themselves. I know, you don't want me to be secure. You just want me to uh, live my best <laughs> life. <laughs> but I, I know, know. I, first of all, you have shown me that you are completely no, I am capable, capable yeah. as well as resourceful, as well as able to work a job. I mean, what more do I need to imagine for you? Well, but I don't know. We'll see. I haven't worked an eight-hour day in a long time. Well, the truth is, is it doesn't matter what you did before. So if we are all defined about what we did previously, then we're never going to move anything forward. Exactly, exactly. So you have to decide that you have that capability no matter what, no matter mm -hmm. what your previous attempts are. Mm -hmm. So that's, so, a, that's yeah. a decision. So yeah. talking to young people, dream big, go for it, and don't let anybody else, because if anybody else tells you you can't do it, that's something that's out of your control. The only thing right. you can that's control their, is your own thoughts. Material. That's their opinion. That's their right. opinion, which has no right. effect on you. Well, so it think, has an effect on you, but you but you still get to know that that, that you can work towards what yeah. it is you want to do. I mean, it has an effect on you because the person saying that's probably your, somebody you know, and you know right. the thought goes in. But discharge that thought, you know. Discharge that thought. <laughs> You're good to go. Manifest your own stuff. Yeah, you know, this is a counseling vegan podcast. You got to throw the words out there. You know, when you discharge, it's really helpful. <laughs> cry, cry, guys. Cry about it. Laugh about it. That's a really good one. If you laugh <laughs> about it. I mean, what is it? Who is it that said that if you cry every day, laugh every day, and something else, you live a full life, you know? Oh, laugh yeah. once a day, cry. I feel like I know who said that. I'm yeah, I definitely thing. heard that before. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not sure. I think that's that. a really good thing because that's actually all. Ah, it's Jimmy V, Jim Valvano. If nobody, if, do you know who Jim Valvano? You oh, know yeah. who Jim Valvano is. He was a coach, right? Did he die? He died of um uh, cancer. There, there's mm. the Jimmy V Foundation. It's a great cause. They play classics every year. I mean, of the day it was Giving Tuesday, if you know, the late Giving Tuesday, Jimmy V Foundation. Not sure exactly how great the cause is. I know like it should be good because you know some of these. I'm not saying anything bad about the Jimmy V Foundation. I think it's mm -hmm. probably a great foundation in the name. Just some of these foundations don't do the best things with your money that you donate. Well, I think a lot of them end up going to administrative costs. Mm -hmm. You have to see what percentage goes to administrative costs versus directly to the charity at hand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm but just but saying, you should definitely put a link to his speech, mm -hmm. the Jimmy Valdano's speech. Oh, the that big really, Jimmy Valdano speech. He won was of the, the ESPN Awards or something. It was what at was the ESPYS. Yeah, I think yeah. it was at the ESPYS. But mm -hmm. it's one of the great speeches. Maybe I'll post this on Instagram too. The quote, 
I don't know how yeah. to put posts on Instagram. Well, I don't either, but we'll figure that we'll out. Figure we that definitely out. figure but that out. He was a, ba- a college basketball coach at North Carolina State. He was highly respected in his field. He stayed there. North Carolina State's not the greatest basketball powerhouse, but he was there forever. It's on the back road, you know. In North Carolina, you have three big schools. You got North Carolina, Duke, and North Carolina State in college basketball. North Carolina Ooh. State's always the ugly duckling. Ooh. Not as big as North Carolina and Duke in basketball. But Jim Valvano had them up there, and they had some fights. Anyways, they won. One of the biggest images of Jim Valvano, if you could look it up, is when NC State upset, I think it was Houston. I'm not sure. Um, or Georgetown. I can't remember who. It was, I can't remember who. He runs around just looking for anybody to hug. It's amazing. But <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Like, they went at the Who's buzzer. That? It's incredible. He just didn't know what to do. He was looking around for someone to hug. But his quote <laughs> is that, to me, there are three things everyone should do every day. Uh-huh. First one is laugh. Mm. I think that's important. Laughing, mm. is it proven that laughing expand, extends your life or no? I, you know, I heard things like that. There's definitely laughing yoga. There's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard things. I don't know if that's true, but laughing. I mean, it'll make your life go better. better. I mean, that's it for will. Sure. If you're laughing all the time and you're not laughing, <laughs> I want to be the person who's laughing all the time. Right. That right, doesn't right, mean right. there's not time to be serious, but. Do you laugh a lot, Adam? I do, I, laugh a lot. Laugh. I yeah. do laugh a lot. I enjoy laughing mm-hmm. a lot. I like yeah. watching funny things, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like smoking yeah. weed, and that makes you mm-hmm. laugh a lot. So yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure it does, but yeah, <laughs> no. an internal ability to laugh a lot. I have an internal, internal ability to laugh, too, but marijuana does help with laughter. I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. Well, then you're going to end up needing marijuana to help you with laughter, man. That's not true. <laughs> I just can be embarrassed because laughter just discharges embarrassment. See, oh. he's talking about discharge. We're going to put this in terms of discharge, guys. This uh-huh. Number one is laugh. Laughing uh-huh. is great for discharging embarrassment. Get oh, rid of that hurt. I never thought about that. Yeah, okay. I know. Matthew talked. My teacher talked about it yesterday. Uh-huh. Discharge. <laughs> discharging embarrassment. Also, mm-hmm. well, when you think about it, if you're really embarrassed, there's two things you can do. Right. You shulk away. You sulk away. Or you uh-huh. laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of hide the embarrassment and you get over it. I mean, should we try to get, like, embarrassed more, humiliated more? I mean, I think think we should all go for that. They have negative connotations, and I think that's the issue because feeling embarrassed is seen as a bad thing. Being humiliated is seen as a bad thing. Right, 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 but they're just a feeling. Like, who cares? That is. Nobody cares. You know, it's great. I think, actually— more people are judgmental on like other people being like I've seen people some weird things I'm like that is so humiliating mm-hmm. and maybe they don't and they don't think that way at all they're the ones doing it they have a great time maybe you know saying? I don't some think people don't say people a lot don't. of things yeah. exactly exactly yeah. I, but I think humiliation is something that is about society putting something on you oh yeah so. yeah it's really it's it's quite the tamper down of good and strong and important ideas that's for sure is the fear of being humiliated mm-hmm so, so the a lot number of people don't put their themselves forward. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most of the things that you would think would be humiliations aren't even that bad. Yeah, like, like what? What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Like either getting rejected by like somebody, like about your mm-hmm. love life, either not mm-hmm. getting a job, you know, right, trying right, to right. do something and somebody says something bad. If something says something bad, that's their thought. Right. It's right. not anything like if you succeed in life, you will have your critics. Every mm-hmm. successful person has so many critics. Right, the more yeah. visible you are, the more mm-hmm. people will judge. Yeah. The more people, yeah. Yeah. And so humiliation shouldn't be seen as a bad. It's the ones who I think can surpass humiliation that really become great. 
mm-hmm. like if your business fails, okay, now hopefully you're not in financial ruin. That's the first thing. <laughs> well, you know, but if you trust your ability to make your way no matter what. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. You know, because if- there are certain things that I love in my life, and if I didn't have anything, that would be okay with me. Mm-hmm. You know, just and, to get but- close to you guys, to to sing sing music, to do a lot. I have an alarm go off. Sorry about that, guys. Uh-huh. So got to submit. What was your alarm for? Got to submit my test. I did it, but I have until seven to submit it. Oh, okay. So I had a test. Yeah, it's an online test, and so I did it. I downloaded it as a PDF, and then I'm gonna submit it when we're done here. Oh, submit it now. Let's well, do it we're in the we middle. We're in the middle. Okay. Are you gonna be done before seven? I don't want you to miss that. Yeah, we're gonna be done before seven. All right. Sure. Okay. It's only six. Oh. So. Okay. I think yeah, but if you fail your business. And you still have the things you need. Like, the worst that happens, you're still alive. You're still going to have your loved ones, hopefully. Right, you're and still you can alive. Still, exactly. And you what's can still push yourself. What's the worst that can happen? Right. What's you're the, not going to die. What's the worst that happens when you don't get that job? Somebody said mm. no. There's right. a thousand other jobs. Right. As long as I'm, you keep pushing it. Keep I'm going. I'm really bad keep about going. thinking about that, you know. I know me personally. <laughs> but... There it's are a hard a thousand, one, right? It's a hard one. It's a hard one. Most people like, give up fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get rejected, done. Yeah. if you apply to a thousand jobs, it's a numbers game. You get rejected from nine hundred ninety nine. Still get, get a that job. one job. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the job you want. If it's not the job you wanted, get some experience. You keep trying. Well, <laughs> you keep trying, and if that's what the job you need to have to survive, you're surviving. Mm-hmm. But keep thinking those positive thoughts and keep trying to succeed at what you truly want to do. Eventually. Yeah, not, and not even positive thoughts, like thoughts that are that are just as true as the negative thoughts. Like mm-hmm. if the negative That's thoughts true. have been installed for whatever reason, like I can't do it or people reject me or whatever, and that just comes from your mind practicing mm-hmm. those thoughts and getting really good at it. You know, I mean, you, you could you could do a bridge thought, not even a positive thought, like That's you know, I, I'm a human and I was born worthy or whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. See, I think people would think that's a positive thought. By saying I mean, I yourself you're born worthy, that's positive. Uh, so what would a neutral thought be? Neutral thought, I was born. I was born. Okay. So even that, you know, I was born human. Yeah, I was born human. I mean, and that neutral thoughts are so much better than negative thoughts. Right. The neutral thoughts might get you to the positive thoughts because mm-hmm. some people can't actually believe the positive that's true. thoughts. So you have to that's check true. in with yourself and decide. Because a lot of people do positive affirmations and they keep going and going. But if it's something you truly can't believe, the things won't change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like you're muscling your way through the bad thoughts. But you're going to have to experience those bad thoughts, really ride out those feelings, and then figure out if there's a neutral thought, you know, related to whatever it is you're moving towards that you're going to actually believe and create a better feeling. And also, just because there are hard times or bad thoughts doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, too. Yeah, that's or it doesn't mean anything's li- wrong in general. In general, yeah. That's yeah. part of life. Like, life isn't always the good moments. It's also the bad moments. And it's 50 people, rem- It's people remember the bad moments. When you're at the top, you're going to remember those bad moments. You're going to look back on it. It's also appreciate the current yeah. moment, too. Because yes. that's the hardest thing to do, is appreciate yes, the isn't current it? moment. And you somehow believe that the past is better or the future will be better. Mm-hmm. But it never really is, in a way, because when you were in that past, you weren't necessarily enjoying it fully. It's just yeah. the thought of it. We're getting be to the end of 2020, mm, right? That's now, true. 2020, a lot of people consider a bad year. But if you look at where we are currently, now I'm not saying I'm coming from a privileged perspective. I, My family's great. I get along with them really well. And I spent this time connecting with my family doing this podcast, which has been great and improving on myself and practicing hobbies. And I've been fortunate enough to do that. I'm saying that 
if you are worried about mo- missing rent or something like that, or you're worried about, or you got fired from your job, yes, 2020 has been a little bit of a worse year. Has been a worse year possibly for you. There's also people who really haven't been affected that much saying 2020 is a worse year because they can't do like certain things that aren't even critical. Mm. Is my yeah. Thinking. See, I think 2020 has been a great year. No, I know you think that. I'm saying well, for some we people, had a, we had a rebellion. Mm-hmm. We have a new president. You know, I got to spend glorious months with you guys. You have like improved your health and what it is you're imagining for mm-hmm. yourself so drastically you're like a, thinking completely differently than you did before on some levels is that true or not true? that is true that's true but i know i know for 20 some people 2020 has been really hard and like physical physical things and you know like monetary Wait, things and monetary Absolutely. like it's been a hard year but then there are some people that 2020 has been hard and all those things are okay and, right, feels... and also, they probably have those difficulties beforehand. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the people who are worried about getting sick in a tremendous way are really, really always scared about getting sick. No, it's I wasn't a... talking about the COVID sickness. I'm talking oh, okay. about. I'm, talking I'm about, just like, saying people... anything. If they're worried about money in a particular way, then they're more worried at this moment. Well, so yeah, but it I just feel kind like... of heightens. It does heighten. But if you got laid right. off from your job, you're going to think more about money. That's true, not... but there are some people who truly believe that they're able to figure out how to get a new job or do whatever, and some people who don't. I'm just saying that 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 everybody experiences that differently. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's it's not easy. That is it's true. easy. That but is the true. experience of it tends to be different for every person. That is true. I just think it, it has been a really hard year for some people. I'm just saying mm-hmm. more like when I think of people like having a hard year like superficially, like rich people who probably can't do every little thing that they want to do, I'm like, what the fuck? It's a bad year because of that. Right. Like people right, who right. are mad because they can't really go to the bars. Right. I'm talking yeah. about like that type of person. Like 2020 was worse for you because you can't go out and get drunk. First of all, right. I'm lucky I live with a bunch of my friends. I can get drunk here. I do miss <laughs> the bars a little bit. But but because I don't have to do that, I mean, I wake up feeling a lot better in the morning. I mm. uh, have lots of things to do. I mean, the benefit of having school online. Yes, school online is harder to learn. I think it's much harder to learn for younger kids, and I think it's important that younger kids get back in school because learning your ABCs online with the virtual teacher sounds terrible. You don't think that most young kids already know their ABCs? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Well, we pulled you out to homeschool. You already could read and do math. Yeah, I so was in I fifth like grade. I was much. in fifth grade. That's a young I think person. that's very different. I'm talking well, about first grade, kindergarten, grade. pre-K. Online mm. pre-K, I feel like, is pretty hard. First of all, I'm pre-K. I I think it is hard to have that attention. It's hard to have that attention. It's hard to learn. It's much harder to learn over the computer, I feel like. You won't learn quite as much. You don't think that that could be learned at home? Like, why? Yeah, but maybe their parents parents don't have the time. Maybe it's harder to get a sitter. I think think it's harder. I think in-school teaching, if it could be safe, would be great. Now, Mm. I don't know if they made improvements. The last I checked, there wasn't much to make in-school learning safe and they're reopening schools again they de blasio completely shifted in new york city his perspective he closed them all down and now he's reopening them again but only the people who previously signed up for in-person teaching are going to be allowed to go oh interesting that so doesn't like make blended yeah so it's only like 30 percent of the people mm. and the vast majority of the 30 percent are white mm. just saying interesting. not everything's a race thing but Everything's a race thing. Everything's a race thing. 
uh, all honestly, things are racist. I mean, Absolutely. most oppressive policies have policies of this country have been put in related to race. Even if you don't think about mm -hmm. it, it's racist. Look it up. It might be. It might be. <laughs> all right. So number two on uh -huh. Jimmy V's list of three things to do every day. Okay. That was only number one. That was to laugh. And, you know, mm -hmm. got deep. Mm -hmm. Funny to say you got deep. Number two is to think. You have to think every day. Mm. What do you mean by think? Uh, he says spend some time, spend some time in thought. Mm. Okay. You want to spend some time in thought every day. But what kind of thought do you mean? And I'm not sure what he meant, but he <laughs> said to set, spend some time in thought. And I think it's thinking about yourself, thinking about what you want to do, thinking about how you could better other people, or it's just critically challenged. I think critical thinking is a lacked skill in mm. this country. You're not taught to critically think in school. Mm. You're taught to do math a certain way. You're taught to do science a certain way. You're taught to do some, a lot of things. You're not taught to critically think. Hmm. And I mean, I know I've been doing this focus time thing where you, you actually carve out two hours a day, or you should, especially if you're going for a creative endeavor, mm -hmm. you know, where you really try to nurture that creative thing that you are going to do. Because if not, you end up doing a bunch of busy work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of busy work that people do. There's a lot <laughs> of busy yeah, work. That's what I find school as, busy work. Yes, yeah. A lot it's of school, you're studying. keep people mm -hmm. busy, right? You're studying certain things that you're not going to use, really. You're doing <laughs> busy work. A lot of the stuff is busy work. Yeah, it's not about true. critically thinking. Right, 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 right. It would be good in school if you could spend a couple hours, like, mm -hmm. you know, trying to build something interesting or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, without a lot of judgment or, like. My school was decent at that, actually, in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went to a math, science, and engineering school. It was decent mm -hmm. at that. Mm -hmm. I think math doesn't have too much critical thinking. No, it has a lot of critical thinking. But I think certain ways that they teach math or just learning math or just learning problems isn't critical thinking. I just learned strategies to solve problems, Interesting. which isn't mm -hmm. total critical thinking in my ability. Like Critical mm -hmm. thinking is to solve circumstances that come up. I think it would be really cool. Maybe I should make an app or something. It just mm -hmm. has random things happen that have happened in the world uh -huh. and see what you would do or huh. see what you see what. Yeah, maybe. See what like what's your response? Happen. What's that? your response? Oh, interesting. I like there'd that. be no wrong answer. Hmm. I think there'd be no wrong answer. I think we should talk about why that'd be. And I think that would help people too, because the more people we can have critical, the more different people, because mm. we have everybody thinking the same way, critically thinking, it's going to be the same thing. Mm but more different people critically think. And I think they're doing an okay job with that, but mm. it's got to be more. It's got to be mm. more people from all over. I mean, that's why I want to go to different countries. Uh -huh. I want to yeah. be immersed. I want to learn different things. Mm. Cool. And I want to critically cool. think. So that's number two. Do you have any more thoughts on thinking every day? Uh, do I have thoughts on thinking? I, I just, I, I think it probably has to be without technology okay. you know, to kind of get the like the distraction part of the mm -hmm. thinking i think i think probably it feels like there has to be a little bit of ability to be bored in there that boredom is actually okay mm -hmm. and thinking is part of what comes out of the boredom like you know somebody's novel comes out of them not being plugged into some other distraction or some other mm -hmm. device, you know, that you yeah. can sit there staring 
up at the leaves or at the sun and then coming up with your next wonderful and great thing. Yep. I also think that should be thought about yourself too. Mm-hmm. I think you should spend time thinking about yourself. I'm, I want to try to write. I write my morning pages every day. I want to try writing, just writing. I don't know, like mm-hmm. different thoughts about what I want to do in the future, about what I think about different things. Interesting. Maybe write a novel over the winter. Huh. That'd be, I oh. hate writing though, but <laughs> maybe write a novel. I, I well, like it's interesting because you've decided you hated writing, but you could decide something different, especially if something excites you. I hated, exactly. I hated writing for school because I thought I was writing for other people and like about what other people wanted me to write. And I think you thought you were bad at it for whatever reason. Because my grammar's not great. That's what it... But who cares? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a... Ask so me where if to you're put basing like future semicolon? events on past experiences, then we would go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, but if you asked me where to put a semicolon, I'd have no... Probably not much of a clue. It's pretty I, I mean, you could Google where to put a semicolon. That's for That's sure. what I'm saying. Nowadays, it's Google for everything. Right, right. Well, but, you know, it makes things easier, especially if you grew mm-hmm. up with the thought that you hated something. Like, just because we hated something, does that mean we have to bring that forth into the future? Like, that's that's where things are so confusing. Like, no. You know. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, yeah. I've been writing a lot more, and it hasn't been too bad. But yeah. like, I, if you write just to write or just for the pleasure of writing, I think it's a lot better. That's cool. Right, right, and reading right. That's too. interesting. And reading, yeah. too. But when you read for school, read. I do like to, I did like to read. But when you read for school, you don't want to. You don't have the motivation to read as much as when you're reading right. for yourself or reading for something right. you're interested in. Right, that's true. That's okay, true. so uh-huh. that's number two to think. And there's uh-huh. many ways to think, and no way is wrong. Uh-huh. And you don't have to think for the two hours that my mom's doing every day. Think for five <laughs> minutes. Start I mean, I'm not doing minutes. that every day. I haven't been doing that every day, but I'm wow. going to try to see, especially if I'm going to start a business and start my mm-hmm. own website and so on. You know, maybe I have to make blog posts, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but start with, if you can start with five minutes a day, like mm-hmm. the first week you're thinking, start with five minutes a day, mm-hmm. and then maybe move it up to 10 minutes and maybe move it up or do whatever <laughs> you feel comfortable with. There's no wrong answer. So what would be a thinking practice? Like, how would you do that? Would you just sit there and I would just write. I would just so write. Right. I would so write. I think reading's part of thinking. I think, I think reading the news. I think what I like to do is read the news, and like I like mm-hmm. to read bipartisan news, and then think mm-hmm. about what I think about what happened. Mm-hmm. And then yes, you can get information from other places. Like I, I've stopped reading like opinion pieces and stuff. I mean, I do go on Reddit, which is very opinionated. So don't get me wrong. Reddit, mm-hmm. I think, is a great place to learn information, but you uh-huh. take it with a grain of salt because anybody mm-hmm. can post anything on Reddit. Any article can be manipulated to put whatever you take. I feel like everything you take with a grain of salt, but it is great places to find information and stuff. Any information you find is great. Okay, cool. So that's time and thought. Mm-hmm. And the last one is you should have your emotions move you to tears. Oh, that's so interesting. Interestingly yeah, put. I like that. He's a wise man, Jimmy. Huh. A very wise yeah. man. Mm. Was he always that wise? I have no idea. I just know about uh-huh. his speech and him looking to hug people. Oh, well, that's pretty <laughs> wise. That's pretty darn but, good. All right. So yeah, I think crying again is something that has been put on a negative perspective in society, especially for men. Mm, so true. Especially for there's something like in crying with weakness. No, crying should be the end goal. Crying is not weakness. Mm. It's showing that you're stronger. You're more in tune with your emotions than anybody else. 
why are we always apologizing when we end up coming to tears? Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, a doctor, and sometimes people will start to cry. And every time they start to cry, they apologize to me. Like, I'm sorry, I'm okay. You know, so I guess we just, like, equate that with not being okay. So if somebody's crying, then we assume they're depressed mm-hmm. rather than just emoting. Mm-hmm. You know? But I once think... I feel like somebody's crying, I feel like I hit the promised land. Like, if I can get them well, you're to a cry. Counselor. I know, but but after they're done crying, they are so much more open. I can get so much more information, mm-hmm. and things are better. Yeah, mm. and so those were the three things Jimmy V said to do. I every like day. that. Oh, definitely post that, Adam. If you laugh, think, and cry, that's a heck of a day. Is what he did. Now, I don't think wow. that's that might not be the end of the speech, but mm. that's the end of this that's- quote. <laughs> right now lots of good right. quotes we could talk about lots of quotes too on here that'd be a good oh my god but that's pretty fantastic i love but it jimmy v is great uh v mm-hmm. foundation yeah mm. and the v week cool. just passed i'm not sure if it was based on when he passed away or mm. when he, uh, the date he passed away or when he uh let me check that or or just they picked the week but his speech is very popular jim valvano oh no he died in april 28th but every year he died in 1990. No, his wife died in 19. 19- they both died. He died in 1993. It says he, she was. He was married from 67 to 93. Mm. So, yeah. And on that note, uh, we've been going on for a while. What are you looking forward to in the future? Wow, that that's that went fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I looking forward to in the future? <laughs> yeah. Laughing, I'm crying, and thinking. So many things. Laughing, crying, and thinking. Exactly. Um. You know, Friday's always my good day. So tomorrow I'm going to have some coffee with my really, really wonderful friend, Cheryl, who we call mm-hmm. our aunt. And uh, Cheryl is uh, is going through uh, some chemotherapy right now. So we send her all the best good vibes mm-hmm. and wishes because she's an excellent fan of the pod, fan yep. of the cast. Yep. yep. And, uh, and then I meet a group of girlfriends that I've been meeting for the past like 16 years or so maybe a little bit less, but you know, it seems to increase in time in my mind forever. And mm-hmm. uh, we go out and eat and then I have a recording session and I've got three new songs recorded that are, you know, almost album ready and quite a few others. So there should be a new album coming out in the next couple of months. Wow. She's not letting COVID stop her. Oh my God. <laughs> no freaking way. Oh my God. Oh my God. There she's no... a doctor, but don't make that think, even though she's doing all that COVID doesn't exist. I know some people think that. I totally think COVID exists. It's not no, like no, I, don't think COVID I'm not exists, saying that you don't. I'm saying some. No, no, I know, know, but but that doc- doesn't mean you need to stop. I mean, this is our present reality, exactly. guys. You know, so if you decide that somehow the future reality is going to be better, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, but like, what about people with um a pre-existing conditions or like past medical history? Right. If you're I close mean, to somebody to that's figure out how to how to you know navigate like that that is figure out that's something you have to figure yeah, out. Yeah, but if like your if your parents or something does that it is like vulnerable to covid it would make you feel bad if you contract it and then they contract it and something happens that's true That's all i'm saying you know but but you never know and you be as careful as you can be and you figure out how to navigate the stuff you know people were doing very creative wonderful things i mean my parents we bought an ipad for early on even though we ended up seeing them a lot and my mother has tons of pre-existing pulmonary conditions and still she would rather die then somehow isolate yeah. or quarantine. That's not everybody's perspective. Right, exactly. But, you so know, I'm but saying. and she's never gotten it, you know, so th- mm-hmm. we've been doing this how long now? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's true of everybody, but I'm you know, just we've saying been, 
Yeah, and do whatever you're comfortable with, people. Totally. Too. There's no judgment here with There's that. There's no judgment. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, uh, you know, I'm one more week and I'm done with this job that I've been working at for 26 years. It's a job oh, wow. that I love. But uh, I wasn't growing in it in a certain way. I was just kind of going to work and then going home. And so I've just decided to change things up. And I'm going to be uh, taking a job in rural Alaska. So we mm-hmm. are going to have to figure out a time to to record this podcast as long as you have internet i have internet we'll be okay we will be okay i know we will and it's a four weeks on four weeks off so i'll be away in uh in nome alaska for four weeks and then i'll be back wherever i want to be for four weeks after that sounds good yeah what about you what are you looking Uh, forward to i'm looking forward to cooking dinner i got some oyster mushrooms Mm -hmm. at uh h mart Ooh, what do you I have make? two right now. Uh, they're right now sitting in oat milk and apple cider vinegar. Speaking Ooh. buttermilk. Wow. Of a recipe. I'm going to bread it. I'm going to fry it. And then I'm making gobo, which is a burdock root. And you put some carrots on there. So burdock root, carrots, some soy sauce, some sesame oil, some sesame seeds. And I'm going to make a sandwich. I'm going to make like a gochujang, a horseman sauce sauce, and put it on top. And that's going to be a gobo fried oyster mushroom sandwich. Wow. Because it sounds that. a little like a po' boy, but you've got like it a is kind of like a po'boy. it's a Korean inspired po' boy, basically. Wow, that's amazing. That's really, I was at H Mart really today good. when I saw Nana Pa. We went nice. to the place. Yeah, so that's so yeah, that's really what cool. I'm looking forward to. And also, I mean, I'll share about this on next week. I have my Scoby over here that I oh. put together. Is it brewing? It's brewing. It's a brewing. Wow. That's what I did yesterday. So wow, that's awesome. I'm excited. It it came out good. You felt like I it think worked well. Okay. We'll see. Uh-huh. Nice. Can't really know. I gotta find some bottles to put it in. Uh-huh. So just uh, collect everybody's uh, whatever bottles that have really good strong top. Yeah, their beer cans are gonna be really helpful. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> we're gonna put that sucker in a beer can. Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. if for people who don't know, that's a symbiotic creation of bacteria and yeast. Symbiotic culture of bacteria mm-hmm. and yeast. I think. It's yeah, a creation too. It creates a new one. That's right, and so if you're, if you're into kombucha, you can make it yourself and mm-hmm. get in touch with Adam because once he creates a new SCOBY, he'll send it to you. Or Nikki. She has lots of SCOBYs, too. Oh, my God. So. We've created so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we love you. Yeah, we love you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow me at ReluctantVeganSun on Instagram or email me with any comments, questions, and concerns at ReluctantVeganSun at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe review the podcast you ate the podcast tell people about the podcast if you enjoy what we're talking about or if any of this is resonating with you please let me know i like feedback so thanks bye everybody bye